Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm so glad that we're together as we continue to move closer and closer to Christmas Day. This is so exciting. And I have really enjoyed the series, and it's entitled, I Love Christmas Because. And I want you to think today about a special Christmas memory in your past. I want you to just wrap your mind around something that you uh, think fondly of from Christmas in years past and remember what brought you that great joy. For me, I can remember our first Christmas together. Kay and I were in Orlando, Florida, and we didn't have many decorations, and we decided to go to the grocery store to get our first Christmas tree. And we had sticker shock. The minute that we looked at the price tag. We debated, should we even buy a tree? Couldn't really afford it, but we did it. We bought a tree, brought it home. And it was so hot in Orlando that year that even with the air conditioning on in the house, Kay and I decorated that Christmas tree in our underwear. It makes me laugh even to this day when I remember that great picture in our minds. And then her family came from Indiana and we celebrated the birth of Christ together. And I love remembering that first year, that first Christmas that we had together. Well, have you ever thought about this? God remembers too. God doesn't forget us. And today, as we dig a little deeper in this series, I want you to Just think about this. I love Christmas because God remembers. And our word for today is faithfulness. Let's say it together. Faithfulness. We've talked about how God was with Mary when Gabriel brought the message that she would become pregnant with the Son of God. Then we talked about Mary and Joseph making their way to Bethlehem. And today, we are going to be able to talk about what I think is often one of the most neglected areas of the Christmas story. Because after the shepherds went and celebrated the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem, if we fast forward another 40-some days, we see Jesus presented at the temple, as would be the Jewish custom. Today, I want us to talk about what it means to love Christmas because God remembers faithfulness. So let's really dig in and let's get started. Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 26 says this. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be considered to the, consecrated to the Lord, 
and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. This is an exciting story. And what I realize in the very beginning of this passage is this. God remembers faithful patience. I love Christmas because God remembers faithful patience. Mary and Joseph had now had Jesus as their son for a couple of months. And by Jewish custom, they should bring two young doves or pigeons to be sacrificed as a sense of offering and dedication when they bring Jesus to the temple. In fact, what's so interesting about this is that we realize that many young couples would bring a lamb. But they were so poor, they didn't have that. Instead, Mary and Joseph bring the gift or the, the offering of these two young doves or pigeons because they, they just are, are poor. They, they don't have much to bring. But what they had, they went to the temple with excitement to be able to dedicate Jesus back to God. It was exciting. Now, when they were arrived at the temple, what was surprising to them, they would discover that there was a man there named Simeon. Simeon was an older, elderly man in the Jewish faith. He had been praying for so long, asking for God to bring about what is called the consolation of the Messiah. And what it really meant was he was waiting on God to reveal the promise that had been given throughout the Jewish uh, prophets and throughout Old Testament history that the Messiah would be given to the Jewish people. And as we look at this, we realize that Simeon faithfully waited on God. He waited on God to fulfill his promise. That can be hard for all of us. It can be difficult for us to be patient and wait on something that we know that we've been praying about for so long. In fact, it can be a real struggle if we begin to believe that God has forgotten us or never even heard our promise. But this first insight jumps off of the page because we realize that Simeon continually remained faithful to God and God remembers faithful patience. God remembers faithful patience. This morning, as we begin to unpack this story of Jesus' dedication at the temple, I want to encourage you to be faithful to God as you are waiting. I know that in my life, I've had several opportunities to wait on God. I've had several moments where it's been difficult for me to be able to think, God, where are we in this process? 
I know that's been true for us here at Bridgewater Church as we have been waiting and patiently praying for God to bring about a series of events so that our property would, would sell and then our church would become debt-free. I have the wonderful ability to say to you this morning that as of today, Bridgewater Church has become debt-free, but it has taken more than two decades of faithful patience. Think about that in Simeon's life. For year upon year upon year, he waited and he prayed for the consolation of Israel. But then there was a moment when God orchestrated Jesus being brought to the temple by Mary and Joseph. And God was ready because God remembers faithful patience. But there's more to this story. Let's look at Luke 2, 27 through 32. And as we read this, I want you to try to picture yourself right there in the situation that Mary and Joseph found themselves in with the baby Jesus. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Here's the next insight. I love Christmas because God remembers faithful obedience. It's difficult to be patient, but out of patience comes faithful obedience if we put our trust in God. Right now, some of you are going through some things in your life and you don't have the answers. You don't know what's going on. You're not sure what the future holds or you're trying to move away from a difficult season. I was talking to a dear friend of mine who said, I'm really looking forward to 2023 because there has been so much grief and sorrow and difficulties in this last year in 2022. And we encouraged each other to remain not only faithful, but faithfully obedient to God's calling on our lives. That's what I see here. It is exciting to realize that the Holy Spirit was moving in Simeon's life. And then there became a moment when the Holy Spirit moved Simeon on a specific day to go into the temple courts. In fact, some versions of this passage say that Simeon moved in the spirit. Picture this with me. Simeon doesn't hesitate to go to the temple on the exact day that Jesus is brought in for the dedication by Mary and Joseph. Simeon doesn't have any idea who he's going to meet, but he's confident that God will fill in all the details. Simeon doesn't complain about God's timing. And joy welled up in his heart as he sees Mary and Joseph with the baby Jesus, the Messiah, the consolation of Israel. What an incredible moment 
Because God remembers faithful obedience. Now, let me give you some encouragement from a wonderful writer from years ago, Oswald Chambers. He says this, All God's revelations are sealed to us until they are opened to us by obedience. You will never get them open by philosophy or thinking. Immediately you obey. A flash of light comes. Let God's truth work in you by soaking it in, not by worrying into it. Obey God in the thing he is at present showing you, and instantly the thing, the next thing is opened up. The tiniest fragment of obedience. And heaven opens up, and the profoundest truths of God are yours straight away. Oh, can I encourage you? Can I, can I just share with you a moment? I know it's difficult to wait and be patient faithfully. I know it's difficult to faithfully exercise obedience as you wait on God to reveal new insights. But remember exactly what Oswald Chambers said. The tiniest act of obedience. When we say, God, I'm going to trust you again. God, I'm not going to back away from this. God, I'm not going to run away from this. I'm going to lean in and put my faith and my trust in you. When that happens, we need to realize that God remembers faithful obedience. I can't even imagine the joy that Simeon erupted with. I hear the words, I read them as, as he begins to, to praise God in prayer, but I can't even, in that moment, I'm trying to capture this idea that Simeon took Jesus in his arms as Mary and Joseph just waited and they listened to him begin to give God praise that the Messiah had arrived, not just for the Jewish people, but for all Gentiles, you and me as well. Oh, listen, folks. God remembers faithful patience. God remembers faithful obedience. I know you may be waiting on something, but don't give up because God remembers. And then let's look at Luke 2, 33 through 35. Now, this is about Mary and Joseph when they respond to Simeon. Look at verse 33. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, the child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Now, this, this is an incredible moment as they realize that God is with them and that God is confirming what Gabriel had said to Mary. God was confirming once again what the, the shepherds had confirmed when they went to see Jesus in a manger and told Mary and Joseph that the angels had sent them to celebrate the birth of the Messiah. Once again, Simeon is confirming 
what God is saying to them. But it comes with a truth. It comes with a truth. Not only would it be true that Mary and Joseph would raise the Messiah, that Jesus was in fact the Son of God, which caused them to marvel in amazement. But then Simeon said, and this will be a difficult life's journey for you, Mary, because a sword will pierce your heart as well. Mary would see Jesus rejected by the Jewish people time and time again. And Mary would be there when Jesus died on the cross. But Mary would also be one of the first eyewitnesses to know that Jesus had been raised from the dead. God remembers faithful promises. Think about what Peter would write. The apostle Peter said this in chapter 2, verses 23 through 24, and I'm reading from the ESV version. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. God remembers his faithful promises. And there's healing in those promises. Sometimes the healing is right now in this life, in this world. I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in the lives of my children. I've seen it in those that I've had the humble opportunity to pastor through the years. But I also know that sometimes the greatest healing that we're ever given is when we put our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ and God fulfills the ultimate promise when someday we're with him in heaven. You see, I remember that God is faithful and God remembers his faithful promises to us. Just go back into your life over and over again and think about how God has been with you every step of the way if you and I have been willing to put our trust in him. Can you begin to be like Simeon and praise God? Can your soul erupt with praise even in the midst of difficulties and problems? Because God remembers faithful promises. He's not going to give up on us. But we can't give up on God. And that leads to this incredible last portion of this story. Look at Luke 2, 36 through 38. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phineal of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Look at this last piece together. 
I love Christmas because God remembers faithful gratitude. In the Jewish tradition, they would always look for a second person as a witness to testify to the authenticity of God's promises. Anna was the second witness to Simeon. She was called a prophetess. She was a prophet in the way of the Old Testament prophets. Her roots were traced back to the tribe of Asher. And we're told she's an old lady. She's, she's an older person. And her life hadn't been easy. She had only been married seven years when her husband died. And then she remained a widow who fasted and prayed night and day and was constantly seen in the courts of the temple praying and seeking God. Listen, let, let me just stop here for a moment. I want to celebrate all of the prayer warriors who are in constant prayer. God calls all of us to pray and be faithful uh, to him as followers of Jesus, but there are some that are set aside that are faithful prayer warriors that pray and constantly are asking God to bless and do incredible things. That's exactly what we see in Anna. Anna constantly was faithful in prayer, but not only that, regardless of the struggles in her life, she was faithful in gratitude. Think about this. Anna was grateful but never bitter. She could have easily been mad and upset on constantly feeling left and alone, but she refused to be bitter, even though she had only been married for seven years. She celebrated her walk with God, and at 84, God was about to fulfill a promise that she had been seeking for God and all of Israel for decades. How about this? Anna was grateful and always full of hope. She never was willing to deviate from the path that God had placed in her future. Day after day, she constantly prayed by faith. And she praised God gratefully. She didn't complain to her friends and family about the things that were wrong or how lonely she felt. Instead, God was with her and she remembered her, his his hope that he gave to her with gratitude. And then this, this moment in the story must have been life-changing because Anna was grateful and always full of praise. Think about it. When she saw Jesus with Mary and Joseph, she erupted in praise to God. She confirmed what Simeon had said. And then she wasn't embarrassed to let everyone know this child is the Messiah. And she, like the shepherds, gave praise to God. People were awestruck. I love Christmas because God remembers faithful gratitude. What about you and me? I don't know what your year has been like. I don't know the difficulties or struggles that you've been through, but let me just encourage you with incredible love and grace. Please, please don't give up. Especially at the holidays, we often think that these are the times where people struggle the most because they can feel like they've been forgotten. 
But please don't be that person. Hear the story of Simeon and Anna. Think about a young Mary and Joseph with the baby Jesus coming into the temple courts. And what was fresh and new for Mary and Joseph was an answer to prayer that had been given to God year after year by Simeon. For decades, Anna had prayed. And now, God was answering because God remembers faithful gratitude. In the midst of your struggles and difficulties, let's join together and let's praise God in this Christmas season. Let's give God all the glory and the honor as we head into these last few days, as we head into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, let's tell our family and friends how blessed we are. Let's give God glory and honor. And even in the moments where we feel uh, tired or exhausted or we feel forgotten, let's focus our minds and hearts on what God is doing. He's got a plan. He has a purpose for your life. And that's why I love this part of the story. God remembers faithful gratitude. Let's close this morning by bowing our heads together. And with your eyes closed, right now, will you just take a moment and remember a blessing that you've had from God? Maybe it's a day old, maybe it's 10 years old, but think about a blessing that you know came from the hand of God. I want to pray for us and have grateful hearts as we seek God in this Christmas season. Father God, we are so thankful that you sent Jesus as a baby into this world. We're grateful that it was confirmed time and time again that Jesus is in fact the Messiah. Through Gabriel, Mary, Joseph, the story of Elizabeth, we're so grateful for the confirmation from shepherds, angels, Magi, and even Simeon and Anna. God, you are faithful to your promises and you remember gratitude. God, we are so, so blessed. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor in this Christmas season. Forgive us for the times that we've gotten caught up in the negativity, the struggles, the things that seem to be overwhelming but God, when those moments come, also help us, even in the midst of despair, to come to you and begin to find ways to praise you and thank you for all that you've done. You're an incredible God, and we can't thank you enough. We can't praise you enough. And so, God, we're asking today, as we walk into this week preparing for this Christmas season, may we be joyful and give you all the praise. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I am excited for you this week. This is a week of celebration. This is a week of gratitude. And this is a week where we can tell God that we're so glad we're in relationship with him. And if you need to be in relationship with Jesus... I want to encourage you to reach out to Pastor Liz online. Have her pray with you. 
Ask her if she'll connect with you privately and she'll pray with you on the phone, through an email. We don't want anyone to feel alone. We are so excited that this is the Christmas season. God with us. We're not forgotten. God remembers and he remembers gratitude. We love you. Until we see each other again, be faithful to God and we'll give God all the praise. Take heart and be transformed. Hey friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our e-family, then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast and also thank you for helping us reach people around the world for Jesus Christ.